We are back with another one of these massive NBA slates. We've gone from 15 games Monday, no games Tuesday, back to 13 games tonight on this beautiful Wednesday. Regardless of what the schedule is, we're here to give you our best plays and cover these games on a game-by-game -game basis. You are listening to another episode of the Three in the Key podcast. One, two. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, it is just me today. This is Ethan speaking. Uh, we are missing Chris and Bobby today. Uh, it's So it's going to be a weird one with just me today. Uh, but I'm going to do my best to give you guys my best plays for the night and even throw in some from some of the other guys uh, that they gave me. But we've got 13 games tonight, so our last episode was a little bit long you could say about an hour and 40 minutes for 15 games I don't want to do that again today so I'm going to keep this one uh, keep it smooth keep it running uh, try not to have any dead air so uh, I'd say we just get right into it we had zero games yesterday Tuesday election day uh, and that just means we're back with a massive 13 game slate tonight so uh, it is Wednesday November 9th and let's jump right into this uh, I just want to go ahead and point out that the Dallas Mavericks versus Orlando Magic game has now been pushed up to 5.30 p.m., so it is no longer on the slate, uh, the fantasy slates. It's not on DraftKings, not on FanDuel, so if you're happening, uh, actually, I take that back. You, it looks like you can play it on FanDuel because they've bumped it up to 5.30 p.m. Yeah, but they will lock at 5.30, so on FanDuel... It looks like you can play uh, that Dallas-Orlando game that is moved from later tonight to 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, but on DraftKings, as of now, it looks like you can't play players from those games. So I would avoid it on DraftKings, but you can play it on FanDuel. So I will touch on it really quickly. We have got the Dallas Mavericks traveling to Orlando to take on the Magic. Uh, the Mavericks are seven-point favorites right now with an over-under total of 215. Uh, right now, Orlando is tied for the fourth-worst three-point defense in the league. Uh, Luka's got a decent matchup against Orlando. It gives up the fifth-most points to opposing point guards. He, the problem is he is just super expensive right now, so I don't love paying up for him. It's not as bad a pay-up on FanDuel, uh, so you could definitely do that if you want. I mean, he's got almost a 40% usage rate. Uh, and then Paolo Bencaro at power forward for the Magic tonight, has actually, uh, he's out to 8,700 on FanDuel. I know he's a game-time decision, questionable with an ankle injury, but he's got a 30% usage rate, so if you wanted to get him in your lineups, I can't blame you. And then just a couple cheap flyers for this game, if you are playing it on FanDuel, Josh Green at 3,800 for the Mavs, just put up 23 fantasy points last game. He's playing over 20 minutes a game. He's uh, pretty solid. He's mostly a defensive guy. But if he finds his, uh, if he finds a shot, uh, for that cheap, uh, what what was his price? Did I not mention his price? Uh, thirty eight, uh, thirty eight hundred on Fanduel, and then another one is Dwight Powell. There is no Christian Wood for this game. Dwight Powell's at thirty six hundred on Fanduel. 
He just played 22 minutes, 26 minutes, 18 minutes in the last three games. Put up 16, 14, 21. I mean, he's 100 above minimum price on FanDuel. So I do like him. And then I also think you could look at JaVale McGee. I know his minutes have been bad. He just played three minutes last game as a starter. 3,800 on FanDuel. I have to imagine with no Christian Wood, he's getting more than that tonight. Uh, yeah, Christian Wood is out with a knee injury. Uh, but then if you wanted to lean away from JaVale McGee, I wouldn't blame you. He's definitely been so on and off this season. If you wanted a bit more safer option, someone who you know is going to get those minutes, Maxi Kleba at Power Forward Center, 3,700 on FanDuel, just played 29 minutes last game. I think you could look at any of those guys. And then one more cheap guy for Orlando, Terrence Ross, $4,000. Just played 30 minutes last game, put up almost 30 fantasy points. Super cheap. If he gets the minutes, he's just got to hit his shots. But uh, that's it for this game. Like I said, it's not on the DraftKings slate anymore, but it is on FanDuel. So if you're playing it on FanDuel, there's a little couple players thrown out that you can look for tonight, but don't have too much for this game from the jump. So, all right, so let's go ahead and jump into the next one. This will be the start of the DraftKings slate, uh, but also on FanDuel. So this is for both sites now. We have got the Denver Nuggets. Facing the Indiana Pacers. The Pacers, fresh off a win against the Pelicans, are five and a half point underdogs. And the over under total, it's 236. Indiana is also tied for the fourth worst three point defense in the league right now. So that's something to keep an eye on. And that is going to help me transition to the first player that I like tonight Contavious Caldwell Pope for the Denver Nuggets. He is at 5,100. On DraftKings and is up to 5,500 on FanDuel. Uh, he's playing an Indiana defense that's second worst in points, fourth worst in assists, seventh worst in three pointers to opposing shooting guards, averaging 25 fantasy points a game this season. He's just been so solid. I mean, 26, 26, 20, 30, 23, 18, 32, 28, 22. He's just been pretty consistent this year, give or take a couple games. Uh, and he's got a prime matchup tonight against a poor three-point defense, so I do like him. Uh, my next on the slate is Michael Porter Jr., up to 6,500 on DraftKings, 6,700 on FanDuel. Uh, he's playing an Indiana defense that's fourth worst in points, ninth worst in three-pointers. And he's got a 22% usage rate for this Denver team. Uh, that's fairly high for him. He just put up almost 40 fantasy points last game. Like I said, another poor three-point defense, uh, and that's what he likes to do. I mean, it's looking like he's attempting about six to eight to ten threes a game. So, like I said, another three poor three-point defense. So, I like Michael Porter Jr. in this spot, fairly cheap. Uh, I mean, Jokic, Indiana gives up the fourth most points to opposing centers. That's not enough to make me love him. He's only averaging about 53 fantasy points a game this season. For his price, that's not incredible. I will say he's dropped to 10700 on FanDuel, which if you wanted to pay up for, that's not bad. But he is 11600 on DraftKings, so I don't love that as much. Uh, but yeah, as far as Denver goes, KCP, Michael Porter Jr., Jokic. Uh, that's really it for the Denver side. Let's jump to Indiana. I like Tyrese Halliburton. He is still at only 8600 on DraftKings, 8800 on FanDuel. 
I mean, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna continue to play him for that price. He averages 47 fantasy points a game, and he's playing in Denver defense that gives up the second most points to opposing point guards. He also has a 24.4% usage rate this season. I mean, everything just adds up for him to have another solid night. I mean, he's put up 52, 52, 30, 53, 50, 42, 43, 55, 51, 42. I mean, that is an insane track record so far this season. And at that price, I'm not passing that up. Um, that's really it. I do like Miles Turner, especially at his price range. 6600 on FanDuel, 5700 on DraftKings. Just had the night of his life the other night. 63 fantasy points against the Pelicans. I do like him again at this spot, especially at this price. So you can look to him. Then another cheap option, if Aaron Neesmith ends up sitting again tonight, Andrew Nemhard for the Pacers ended up getting the start last game, put up 30 fantasy points, 3,500 on, that is DraftKings, and he is at 3,500 on FanDuel, so minimum price right there. If he draws another start tonight, he should look at 30 minutes again. I love him tonight for a cheap play if he ends up uh, starting or getting those minutes, especially if Aaron Neesmith is out. Uh, but that is really as much as I've got for this Denver-Indiana game. So let's go ahead and jump straight into the next one. We have got the Portland Trailblazers heading to Charlotte to face the Hornets. The Blazers are four-and-a-half-point favorites right now with an over-under total of 219. Uh, as far as this game goes, uh, Portland is tied for ninth worst in three-point defense. And it is a bit of a pace-up spot for Portland tonight. Charlotte's uh, pretty high up there in pace. Uh, so let's go ahead and start with the visiting team, Portland. I'm just going to go ahead and get it out of the way. Yusuf Nurkic, centers against Plumlee. You know our motto here. They give up the fifth most points, third most rebounds, fourth most assists to opposing centers. I mean, Nurkic in this spot should feast. He's at 7,200 on DraftKings and is at 7,000 on FanDuel. I know he's got that questionable tag on him right now. Uh, it looks like it is a thigh injury, but he is already probable. So he should play tonight, and he should feast against Charlotte. Uh, and I guess I should throw out the injury report real quick. I, sorry, I should have been touching on that from the start. Lillard looks like he's probable. Simons is probable. Grant is probable. Nurkic is probable. Uh, Justice Winslow is probable. Keon Johnson is questionable. Gary Payton is still out. I don't know why everyone has an injury tag next to him, but a lot of them look like they're playing tonight. And for the Charlotte side, we got Caleb Martin. I mean, sorry, Cody Martin. Caleb Martin's on the heat. Cody Martin's doubtful. LaMelo is out. Gordon Hayward is out. So, like I said, Yusuf Nurkic, yeah, love him tonight in this spot. I also like Dame tonight for a bit of a bounce-back game. Uh, coming off injury the other night, he only put up 31 fantasy points. But he's playing a Charlotte defense at 6th worst in points, ninth worst in rebounds to opposing point guards. He's got a 32% usage rate when he plays this season, averaging about 44 fantasy points a game. At 9,200 on DraftKings and at 8,500 on FanDuel, that price tag's way too low, especially on FanDuel. I do like Dame in this spot tonight. Uh, that might honestly be it for the Portland side. Uh, as far as Charlotte goes, I love Rogier in this spot. Uh, to opposing shooting guards, Portland gives up the fourth most three-pointers. And, I mean, he loves to shoot three-pointers. He just attempted nine last game, only hit one of them, put up 28 fantasy points, only hitting one three. I mean, if he just hits a few more, you're looking at a 35 to 40 fantasy point night for him. 
He's averaging 39 fantasy points a game this season. He's just really good. And he's got a 31.6% usage rate when he plays this season. So at 8,000 on FanDuel, 7,800 on DraftKings, I love Rozier in this spot. And then I do actually really like this center matchup tonight. So I'm actually going to Mason Plumley. Portland's not great against centers either. Give up the sixth most points, sixth most assists. He's got a 15% usage rate when he plays. That's pretty high for someone like Mason Plumley. So at 5,100 on DraftKings and at 5,300 on FanDuel, I do like him for as a cheaper center play tonight. And then as far as some cheap plays go, as much as I like Plumley, I think you could look at Nick Richards too. He actually played three, two or three more minutes than Mason Plumley last game, put up around 20 fantasy points. He's averaging 21 fantasy points a game this season, 4,000 on DraftKings, 4,300 on FanDuel, just a cheap play. And then also Jalen McDaniels is at 4,900 on DraftKings, 5,100 on FanDuel. He's averaging about 25 fantasy points a game. As long as Hayward, Hayward's out, he's going to get those minutes, so I like him. And then James Booknight has been fairly solid uh, the past couple games. Put up 18, 22, 28 in the last three. Playing over 20 minutes a game, 4,800 on FanDuel and 3200 on DraftKings. So love that price on DraftKings if you're looking for a cheap punt play tonight. But that is it for this Portland-Charlotte game, so let's move on to the next. We have got the Detroit Pistons heading to Boston to take on the Celtics. Celtics are 12.5-point favorites tonight with an over-under total of 226. Uh, for this game, I will go ahead and get started on the Detroit side of things. I'm going to go ahead and kick it off with Jaden Ivey. Just had a career night the other night. Put up almost 50 fantasy points in 34 minutes against the Thunder. He's playing a Boston defense that's fourth worst in points, ninth worst in three-pointers to opposing shooting guards. He's got a 21.7% usage rate this season. That is super high for a guy at 5,500 on DraftKings, 5,800 on FanDuel. Let's just hope he can continue this hot streak that he just started with that incredible game last a game against OKC. And then I do like the centers in this matchup, Stewart and Duran. Stewart is at 5,600. Uh, that is on FanDuel and is at 5,400 on DraftKings. You can play him at power forward. That's a huge advantage on one of these giant slates like tonight. But he is averaging around 30 fantasy points a game. Boston gives up the fourth most rebounds to opposing centers. So I like him for how cheap he is. I mean, for a starting center, that's just that's so cheap. He put up almost 38 fantasy points last game. So I really like Isaiah Stewart in this spot. And then, like I said, Jalen Duran. He's at 4,100 on DraftKings, 3,900 on FanDuel. He just played 21 minutes last game, put up almost 18 fantasy points. He's averaging about 18 fantasy points a game. If you wanted to run cheaper at center, I think Duran's a good option, but I do like Stewart in this matchup as well. Uh, and a cheap play for Detroit. This is only if he ends up suiting up tonight. Alec Burks is questionable right now. I don't know what's going to happen with that. He hasn't played a game yet this season. 4,400 on DraftKings, 4,300 on FanDuel. If he plays, I'd have to imagine he's getting 15-plus minutes. He's a good player. He's got to be a part of that rotation. So if he ends up suiting up, you could play him. But I could. you could also be wary about uh, what his minutes look like in joining a new rotation. So 
for the Detroit side of things, that's it. So let's head to Boston. My favorite player for Boston tonight might actually be Marcus Smart. 5,800 on DraftKings, 5,600 on FanDuel. He's playing a Detroit defense that gives up the most points, second most rebounds, first most three-pointers to opposing point guards. He's only had about a 16% usage rate, but he's averaging about 27 fantasy points a game. And in this spot tonight, coming off two really good games, 43 fantasy points, 35 fantasy points, he's playing 36 minutes a night. I really like him in this spot tonight against a poor Detroit defense. And then I do like whoever starts at that power forward spot for Boston. Right now, uh, they have Tatum in, but I know Grant Williams jumped in the starting lineup last game. So whichever one of them starts tonight, whoever's at that power forward spot, I do really like them. Detroit gives up the fifth most points, second most rebounds, eighth most assists to opposing power forwards. If that is Tatum, he's at 10,300 on DraftKings and FanDuel. And then if that's Grant Williams, he's 4,500 on FanDuel. 4,300 on DraftKings. So if you wanted to pay up for Tatum tonight, I do kind of like him. I think Detroit could keep it close. I don't know that that, uh, what I say, 12.5 point spread. I don't know that I fully trust that 12.5 point spread. I do kind of like Detroit to keep it close tonight. But, uh, and another cheap play, Malcolm Brogdon's definitely rising up a bit in price. 5,400 on DraftKings, 5,700 on FanDuel. I mean, he only played 19 minutes last game, still put up 27 fantasy points. He's attempting double-digit field goals in uh, the minutes he's getting, about 23 minutes per game. Seems like they like him more than Derek White right now, so he's getting those minutes, and I like him while he's still at this price. So I think that is it for the Detroit-Boston game. Let's head to the next. We have got the Houston Rockets traveling all the way to Canada to face the Raptors. The Raptors are 9.5-point favorites right now with an over-under total of 223. As far as, injury, as far as injuries go, sorry, got totally tongue-tied right there. We got Pascal Siakam still out, Kim Birch out, Bruno Fernando still out, and Jay Sean Tate is out for Houston. Uh, so I'll go ahead and kickstart it with the visiting team like I always do. So let's jump to Houston. Uh, Jalen Green... I mean, I feel like he's almost like one of my fan favorites at this point with how much I name him. Uh, but he just had an incredible game last game. Put up around 48 fantasy points. He looked good out there. Couldn't miss a thing. He's playing a Toronto defense that gives up the third most points, fifth most rebounds, first most assists, and sixth most threes to opposing shooting guards. Uh, so for his price, they actually lowered it. After that big game, he just had 5,900 on FanDuel, 6,100 on DraftKings. I mean, if they're going to continue to lower his price with the potential he's got, I'm going to continue to play him. So I really love Jalen Green in this spot. And then uh, there's not a lot that I love on this Houston side. The Toronto defense is pretty good. I do think for some cheap options, you could look at Tari Eason. He's only playing about 20 minutes, but he's put up 20 fantasy points, 30 fantasy points, 25 fantasy points. I mean, he's looking fairly good right now. He is at, I totally just lost him, 4,200 on FanDuel, 4,300 on DraftKings. So for that cheap, you could totally look for him tonight. And then Eric Gordon is a down to 4,500 on DraftKings, 4,600 on FanDuel. He just had a good game, 30 fantasy points last game. He's still got the green light to shoot on this team. He's uh, He's been a little up and down this season, but 
If you're looking for a cheaper guy for this Houston team, I think you could go with Gordon tonight. I think that's all I've got for this Houston team. So let's head straight to Toronto. Uh, Fred Van Vliet in this spot, especially with no Siakam, down to 8,100 on DraftKings, 8,500 on FanDuel. He's averaging 40 fantasy points a game. He just put up 47 last game, 56 the game before. Then he dropped a dud the game before, then 44, 45. I mean, he's just been good this season. Houston gives up 11th most points, first most assists to opposing point guards. He's only down to an 18.7% usage rate, but with no Siakam tonight, I really like him in this spot. I mean, he's attempting almost 20 field goals in the last two games. Uh, he shoots the ball a lot. He handles the ball a lot. So against a poor Houston defense, I love Van Vliet in this spot. Then I also like Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes, you can play at small forward, power forward now. It looks like they changed. Uh, used to be able to play him at point guard, but it looks like they changed that. Houston gives up the fourth most points, eighth most rebounds, tenth most assists, second most threes to opposing power forwards. Scotty Barnes is down to 7,700 on DraftKings, 7,800 on FanDuel. I can't remember if that's lower or higher than his last price, but regardless, no Siakam tonight. I like him in this spot. He handles the ball a lot more with no Siakam. Uh, so for under 8,000 on both sides, definitely can't pass him up. And then for, uh, I like whoever their center is tonight. I know Christian Coloco's been starting. He just had a bad game last game. He's really only had two good games so far this season, but he's at 4,400 on DraftKings and all the way at 3,700 on FanDuel. If he starts, I like him in the spot. Uh, Houston gives up the eighth most points, fifth most threes to opposing centers. They are one of the worst three-point defenses in the league, which also makes me lean towards Chris Boucher and Precious Achua. Uh, they're two stretch big centers, guys who like to shoot. Uh, I know they only played limited minutes last game. Not sure what happened there. But Achuya is 5,200 on FanDuel. Boucher is 5,800 on FanDuel. And then as far as DraftKings goes, Achuya is 4,500. Boucher is 5,300. Uh, but I think that's it for this Houston-Toronto game. Uh, I think it could actually be a good one based on how Houston played last game. If they can keep that rhythm going, it uh, could be a good game. So let's head straight into the next one. Next up, we have got what should be one of the best of the night, hopefully. The Battle of New York. We have got the Knicks facing the Nets tonight. Nets are three-point favorites with an over-under total of 222 and a half. Uh, let's see, as far as stats go, we have got New York is the second worst three-point defense in the league. Brooklyn is the sixth worst. Uh, this is a big pace-up spot for Brooklyn. Should be a fairly fast game tonight. The Knicks run a really fast offense, so we'll see how that plays out. Uh, so let's go ahead and get things started with the Knicks side. Uh, I like Jalen Brunson in this spot. He is down to 7,100 on DraftKings and... 7,800 on FanDuel, a little more expensive than I thought. Averaging about 37 fantasy points a game. He's playing a Nets defense that's 8th worse in points, 5th worse in rebounds, 10th worse in assists. He's got a 22.7% usage rate this season. I think that is 3rd highest on the team behind Barrett and Randall. Uh, pardon me if I'm wrong, but or correct me if I'm wrong. Don't pardon me. <laughs> uh, but I like Brunson in this spot tonight. I mean... It should be a good game. Like I said, Battle of New York. He's put up 40-plus fantasy points in the last three. 
he's just been solid for this Knicks team. He's looking like he's been exactly what they needed at that point guard spot. So I like him to continue this level of production throughout tonight. Uh, and then looking at that shooting guard spot, it's definitely questionable about who's going to start. Quentin Grimes is questionable tonight with a foot injury. I know he started when he was healthy the other night. Uh, and I should also throw out Mitchell Robinson is out as well for New York. And then for Brooklyn, we got Kyrie still out, TJ Warren still out, Yuta Watanabe is a new injury, so he's out as well. But yeah, I'm looking at the shooting guard spot for the Knicks tonight. As of right now, it is Cam Reddish who is starting. If there's no Quentin Grimes, I mean, Cam Reddish has been terrible the past two games. But he's got a solid matchup tonight. Brooklyn gives up the ninth most points, 10th most assists, first most threes to opposing shooting guards. I mean, at 3200 on DraftKings, 3700 on FanDuel, he's 200 above minimum price on both sites. I do like Cam Reddish in this spot. I mean, that's the kind of guy that, if he has a good night, could win you a tournament at that price. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people aren't going to be looking at him based on his production the past two games, but... I'm riding with Cam Reddish tonight if he gets a start at that shooting guard spot. If he's not starting, though, I think you can look at whoever else is starting, whether that's Quentin Grimes, uh, Evan Fournier, whoever he starts. I don't know. He's all over the place. But right now, it's Cam Reddish starting, so I like him in this spot. Uh, I think that is it for the New York side. I do just want to throw out a cheap play. We've got Obi Toppin at 3800 on DraftKings. And all the way down to 3700 on FanDuel. Super cheap. Just played 26 minutes last game. I know it was a bit of a blowout. But he put up 37 fantasy points in 26 minutes. I mean, that's incredible. He looks like he's playing a bit of those backup center minutes at times. I know Tom Thibodeau started Jericho Sims last game. Uh, so we'll see how that all plays out. But I do like Obi Toppin as a cheap option in the spot tonight. But uh, that's it for the Knicks. So let's jump straight to Brooklyn. Uh, whoever's starting at that point guard spot, I like tonight right now. That looks like it's Edmund Sumner once again. Uh, he is, you can only play him at point guard on DraftKings, but I think you can play him at both, yeah, at both on FanDuel. 3,900 on FanDuel, 3,600 on DraftKings. Playing around 20-ish minutes a game. New York gives up the ninth most points, fourth most assists, fourth most threes to opposing point guards. Uh, for that cheap, I do like him in the spot, but I also want to throw out Cam Thomas. I think he's been playing a little bit of those point guard minutes. Played 30 minutes, 29 minutes, 32 minutes. He hasn't put up under 27 fantasy points in the last three. 5,000 on DraftKings. 5,700 on FanDuel. So I love Cam Thomas again to keep up that level of production. Uh, then Royce O'Neal. You can play him a shooting guard or small forward on DraftKings. And small forward, power forward on FanDuel. 4,800 on FanDuel. 5,300 on DraftKings. They give up the se uh, the Knicks give up the second most points, sixth most rebounds, second most threes to opposing small forwards this season. He's been good with no Kyrie. I honestly think he handles the ball a little bit more too. So I do like Royce O'Neal in this spot, and then I do like KD as well. He is only small forward eligible. Oh gosh, forget that. He just jumped up to eleven thousand dollars. I did not realize KD was that expensive. I mean, he's got a good matchup. The the New York gives up the 7th most points, 10th most rebounds, 3rd most threes to opposing power forwards. He's got a 33% usage rate with no Kyrie this season. 
I mean, $11,000, you could pay up if you wanted to, but I don't love him at that price. That's a bit too high for me. But if you really love Kevin Durant tonight, he's got a good matchup. Uh, you can totally go for him if you want. If you wanted to run some cheaper guys and then go for a more expensive option like KD, totally could. I don't love him at 11000 I was thinking he was around the 10000 price range, but I was completely wrong about that. So my mistake. Sorry about that. Uh, but I do think you could look to Kevin Durant if you want to, but I also wouldn't blame you for avoiding him. And as far as cheap plays go, I do like Joe Harris in the spot, 4,200 on DraftKings, 3,800 on FanDuel. He just put up 30 fantasy points last game. Like I said, the Knicks are the second worst three-point defense in the league. That's what he does. He's a three-point shooter, three-point specialist. Uh, so I do think as a cheap option, I like Joe Harris in this spot, especially with Seth Curry still only playing limited minutes. So I think that is it for this Knicks-Nets game. Let us go ahead and move on to the next. Next game, we have got the number one seed in the Western Conference. No, it is not who you are thinking. The Utah Jazz are taking on the Atlanta Hawks tonight. The Hawks are three and a half point favorites with an over-under total of 227 and a half. As far as stats go, Atlanta's one of the fastest teams in the league, but Utah's not too far behind, so this should be a solid matchup tonight. I do kind of like Utah in this spot. I mean, they're at 9-3 and three on the season. They keep every game close. So, uh, I mean, 3.5 isn't too high. I do kind of like Utah in this spot tonight. But let's go ahead and kick it off with the Jazz tonight. Uh, whoever's at that power forward spot, I really love. Jared Vanderbilt's still a game-time decision with a groin injury. Uh, if he sits tonight, Laurie Markkinen slides down to that power forward spot. And whoever's at power forward, uh, Atlanta gives up the first most points, fifth most rebounds to opposing power forwards. Whether that's Laurie or Vanderbilt, I think you could look at either of them. Uh, I do like, uh, I do love Laurie tonight. Only at 7,600 uh, out there on DraftKings and is at 8,000 on FanDuel. I mean, that's still too cheap for a guy averaging 41 fantasy points a game. I know he's put up under 40 in the last two games, but keep in mind, one of those was a blowout. He only played 28 minutes in. He's the number one guy on this crazy Utah team, so I do like Laurie Markin in the spot, and I do also like Vanderbilt if he ends up playing. And then uh, I do like Colin Sexton again. He has been uh, just surging the past couple games, playing around 28 minutes a game, put up 28, 30, 27, 30 in the last four. I mean, he's 5,100 down there on DraftKings and is up to 5,400 on FanDuel. Love him in this spot tonight, especially for how cheap he still is. Uh, and then just a cheap play tonight. Talon Horton Tucker looks like he's hitting a stride a little bit. He's getting some more minutes. He got 20 minutes last game. I know a part of that is because of a blowout. But he is playing around 15 minutes a game. 3,200 out there on DraftKings and 4,000 on FanDuel. Just a cheap play if you're looking for him tonight, especially if Vanderbilt sits. He should get more minutes with Jared Vanderbilt sitting if he does. Uh, so just a cheap play tonight. That is really it for the Utah side of things. I mean, you could look at Jordan Clarkson again if you wanted to. Fairly cheap, 6400 on DraftKings, 6500 on FanDuel. Uh, but that might be it. Another cheap guy you could look at if you wanted to is Walker Kessler, 3300 on DraftKings, 3900 on FanDuel. 
Just played 18 minutes last game, put up 25 fantasy points. So if you're looking for one of those cheap centers tonight, you could look at Walker Kessler. But uh, for Utah side of things, that might be it. So let's go ahead and jump to Atlanta. Whoever starts at this point guard spot tonight, I know Trey Young is questionable right now with that eye injury. He ended up not playing last game. Not eye, it's a shin injury. He ended up not playing last game. And uh, it'll be questionable to see if he returns tonight. Uh, they are on a back-to-back. -back. They'll play the Sixers tomorrow, so that could be something to keep an eye out for. He could sit tonight, play tomorrow. He could play tonight, sit tomorrow. You never know. Could play both games. But uh, this point guard spot, Utah gives up the third most points to opposing point guards. So whoever's starting at this spot, they're both under 10,000, Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. I like both of them, honestly. Their prices are so funny. Trey Young's 9,900 on DraftKings. Murray's 9,600. Then on FanDuel, Murray's 9,900. Trey Young's 9,700. So, I mean, you could roll with either of them if you wanted to. Just keep an eye on Trey Young's uh, injury as of right now. And then uh, Clint Capella. Utah gives up the six most rebounds to opposing centers. Kelly Olynyk's never been known for his defense. I mean, he's definitely been decent this year. But uh, Clint Capella is super cheap on DraftKings, 5600 He's a little more expensive, 6400 on FanDuel. I don't especially love him at that price tag. He's not one of my favorite centers tonight, but he is a good center if you're looking for one. Uh, but then I also think you could even look at his backup on Yeko Kongwu, 3600 on DraftKings, 4400 on FanDuel. Just put up 24 fantasy points last game in only 22 minutes. Just a cheap center if you're looking for one. And then a lot rides on this Trey Young injury. If Trey Young sits, I love Aaron Holiday in this spot. Played 25 minutes last game, getting the start. Uh, I like A.J. Griffin. Just put up 37 fantasy points last game in 31 minutes. He is still at minimum price on DraftKings and minimum price on FanDuel as well. So if Trey Young sits, look for A.J. Griffin tonight. Uh, and that might be it for this game, honestly. Uh, this should be a good one, though. I'm actually looking forward to keeping an eye on this one tonight. Uh, but let's go ahead and jump into the next one. All right, next up on the slate, we have got the Milwaukee Bucks facing the OKC Thunder tonight. <clears throat> uh, the Bucks are six-point favorites as of right now with an over-under total of 217.5. Uh, Drew Holiday looks like he is sitting tonight. Giannis looks like he's probable. And for OKC, Pakushevsky is still questionable. So there's definitely some big minutes opening up with uh, Drew Holiday not playing tonight. So keep an eye on that starting lineup. Right now they've got George Hill filling in for him. I don't know how realistic that is. I don't know if George Hill will start or not. Just keep an eye on that starting lineup. Uh, but as far as this game goes, I'll go ahead and kickstart it with Milwaukee. Like I said, no Drew Holiday, so... If you wanted to pay up for Giannis tonight, I wouldn't blame you. I mean, there's really no one else on this team to keep the ball out of his hands. I mean, you're talking about George Hill, Javon Carter. I'm not too worried about them taking the ball away from Giannis. I know he's all the way up to 12400 on uh, DraftKings, 11600 on FanDuel. Love that price on FanDuel. Uh, but I, I wouldn't mind paying up for him tonight. He's averaging about 60 fantasy points a game. Like I said, no Drew Holiday. His usage rate should be through the roof tonight. Hoping OKC can keep this one close. They're mainly fully healthy besides that Pakushevsky injury. So I do think this could be a sneaky good game tonight. Uh, so I do like Giannis as one of the big pay-up spots tonight. 
Uh, and I will also throw out Brooke Lopez. Like I said, I know we always say centers against Plumlee, but centers against OKC needs to be another motto because OKC is terrible defensively at that center position. They give up third most points, second most rebounds, third most assists, third most threes to opposing centers. Brooke Lopez is averaging 30 fantasy points a game and is only down to 5,900 on DraftKings, 6,300 on FanDuel. Love Brooke Lopez in the spot tonight. Should be getting a few more touches with no Drew Holiday. I mean, that's a lot of shots being uh, passed around to other guys now with no Holiday. So I love Giannis and Brooke Lopez in the spot tonight. And as far as some cheap options go, now you could look at Javon Carter, 3,900 on DraftKings 3,800 on FanDuel. You could look at George Hill, 3,200 on DraftKings, 3,600 on FanDuel. And I'm even going to throw out a guy that should get some more minutes tonight. I only I know he only played 10 minutes last game. Marjon Bochamp, before last game, was playing close to 18, 20 minutes a game. Uh, I do kind of like him tonight at 3,300 on DraftKings, 3,500 on FanDuel. He should get some more minutes without Drew Holiday, so that's really it for the Milwaukee side. I'll go ahead and jump to OKC. I don't have too much for this game. I do think it could be a good one, but there's not too much I love tonight. I'll go ahead and get it started with Shea Gilgis-Alexander. I mean, no-brainer, right? 9,800 on FanDuel, and it's at 9,100 on DraftKings. He's dropping on DraftKings, so catch him while he's at that price. He's averaging 51 fantasy points a game this season. I mean... He's just been incredible this year. He looks unstoppable, averaging 31 points per game, six assists per game, five rebounds per game, two steals per game. He just looks solid this year. Uh, so I really love him with that price drop, especially on DraftKings. Uh, he's one that I'm totally willing to pay up for tonight. And then I also want to throw out Lou Dort. Uh, he's small forward, power forward on DraftKings, shooting guard, small forward on FanDuel. Uh, I was looking at this team because... That Milwaukee defense at that shooting guard spot is not good. They give up the first most points, third most rebounds to opposing shooting guards. And, you know, with OKC's starting lineup with Shea, Giddy, Jalen Williams, Dort, it's a bit all over the place at times. So I decided to try to pull up their uh, positional minutes, how many minutes they play at each position. And they actually had Lou Dort plays 48% of his minutes this season at that shooting guard spot. They have Giddy playing most of his minutes at small forward. So uh, the only problem tonight is if Jalen Williams ends up starting, then he plays most of those minutes at that shooting guard spot. So if he ends up starting, I love Jalen Williams in the spot tonight. Uh, Jalen Williams is down to 4,000 on DraftKings, 4,400 on FanDuel. Love him in the spot tonight. He just played 30-plus minutes last game. If he starts, he's got a great matchup. Love him. If he doesn't start, though, if they end up switching things up, they're all constantly switching things up in that OKC lineup. Then I do like Dort. Uh, looks like if Jalen Williams doesn't start, he could almost slot into that shooting guard spot. So he's up to 5,600 on DraftKings, 5,700 on FanDuel. I think you could look at either of them tonight. And then just a cheap option I want to throw out there, Trey Mann, 4,100 on DraftKings. And 5,100 on FanDuel. He's not as cheap on FanDuel. I like him more as a cheap option on DraftKings. He's playing about 24 minutes a game this season, averaging about 21 fantasy points. Like I said, they're not good against shooting guards, Milwaukee. Uh, so you could look at Trey Mann as a cheap option tonight. But I think that's it for this Thunder Bucks game. So let's waste no time and jump to the next one.
All right, next up on the slate, we have got the Memphis Grizzlies facing the San Antonio Spurs. The Grizzlies are five and a half point favorites right now with an over-under total of 233 and a half. That is, that is pretty high. Uh, as far as injuries go tonight, we've got Steven Adams is still questionable. Doug McDermott is probable. Zach Collins is out. Blake Wesley is out. Uh, so I will go ahead and uh, just to let you know, San Antonio is the fastest team in the league which is pretty crazy under Greg Popovich offense. Uh, but they're the fastest team in the league, so this is a big pace-up spot for the Grizzlies. I mean, it would be a big pace-up spot for anyone being the fastest team in the league, but this should be a good one. It should be high scoring, honestly. Uh, so now I see why that over-under total was that high. Uh, Memphis is also the seventh-worst three-point defense in the league, something to keep an eye on. I'll go ahead and get it started with Memphis, though. John Morant, I mean... You can't really go wrong with Ja Morant. He's 10100 on DraftKings, 9800 on FanDuel. I really like him at that price. That's not too expensive for a guy that can put up uh, that much. He's averaging for only 48 fantasy points a game, but he just put up 60 last game. I mean, I really like him in this spot tonight. Got a 36.2% usage rate. San Antonio gives up the third most assists to opposing point guards. That's really all the stats I've got to back you up on this, but I don't think you need too many stats to back you up on playing John Morant. So I do like him in this spot. I do like Santi Aldama. I know his minutes were a little down last game. Only played 18 minutes, put up 10 fantasy points, but he's 4,600 on DraftKings, 4,800 on FanDuel. If he continues to play those minutes at that power forward spot, I do like him tonight against San Antonio defense. That gives up the ninth most points, fourth most assists to opposing power forwards. But I also want to throw out another guy. Talked about him last game. Talked about how he was playing with the closing lineup. Uh, he ended up playing 25 minutes last game. That's Jake LaRavia. Uh, he plays 55% of his minutes at power forward this season. It's looking like when Santi Aldama can't get things going, they're turning to Jake LaRavia now. Like I said, just played 25 minutes last game. Only put up 40, 14 fantasy points. But he is 3,100 on DraftKings, 3,900 on FanDuel. Something to keep an eye on. He's looking like he could play 20-plus minutes again tonight. And he's been uh, he's been fairly consistent with his minutes as well. He's playing about 18 minutes a game. So someone to definitely keep an eye on tonight. And I also think you could look at John Conchar. He is playing, uh, he's playing 25 minutes a game this season. Just played 26 minutes last game, put up 25 fantasy points. Uh, he's another candidate to be soaking up some of those power forward minutes if Aldama can't get it going, especially if Adams is out tonight. Aldama can slide to center if he needs to. Uh, but uh, yeah, Conchar and LaRavia are two guys to keep an eye on tonight. And then I do actually like Steven Adams in the spot if he plays. San Antonio gives up the second most points, 10th most rebounds to opposing centers. Like I said, he's questionable right now. Who knows what's going to happen with that. If he sits, love Brandon Clark in this spot at 4,500. On DraftKings, 4,200 on FanDuel. Just played 30 minutes last game and ended up producing uh, only about 20 fantasy points. But still, if he's playing 30 minutes, he's got the potential against a poor San Antonio defense uh, at that center spot. Uh, and just a cheap guy I want to throw out is Tyus Jones. Uh, the Jones brothers are actually playing each other tonight. Trey Jones, Tyus Jones on the opposing teams. Uh, Tyus Jones plays about 22 minutes a game. He averages about 21 fantasy points. I think he could be a solid, cheap option tonight at 4,400. 
on DraftKings. Uh, not really on FanDuel, though. He's 5,500. I don't like that on FanDuel. But if you're looking for a cheaper guard on DraftKings at 4,400, I do kind of like Tyus Jones in this spot, uh, especially if Adam sits. I think he could get a few more minutes, and they can just slide everyone down the lineup. Uh, but I think that's it for the Memphis side. Let's go ahead and jump to San Antonio. I will go ahead and get it started with Devin Vassell. 6,500 on DraftKings, 7,000 on FanDuel. Hasn't gotten under 30 fantasy points in every game except one this season. I mean, talk about Mr. Consistent. He finally jumped back in the starting lineup last game, put up 31 fantasy points. He's playing a Memphis defense to give up the eighth most points, eighth most rebounds to opposing shooting guards. And uh, like I said, he's put up 30-plus fantasy points in six out of seven this year. He's just consistent. And while he's this cheap, you got to continue to play him. And then Keldon Johnson, he's another guy I talk about every episode, but he's actually got a very favorable matchup tonight. Uh, Memphis gives up the sixth most points, fourth most rebounds to opposing small forwards. That's where he plays all his minutes at. He's got a 27.5% usage rate this season, highest on the team. He averages almost 40 fantasy points a game, 7,300 on DraftKings, 7,400 on FanDuel. Still too cheap in my opinion. I'm paying that every day, all day. Uh, so I love Keldon Johnson in this spot tonight. And then as far as cheap options go, I think you could look at Josh Richardson. He ended up playing 28 minutes last game in a close game, put up 30 fantasy points. Um, he's been fairly good when he gets the minutes this season. So as a cheap option at 4,800 on DraftKings, 5,100 on FanDuel, I think you could look to him if you wanted to. It could be a little too expensive in my eyes. Uh, but if you needed someone around that price, Josh Richardson could be decent. Uh, but that might be it for this Grizzly-Spurs game. Let's go ahead and jump to the next one. Uh, looks like we've got a little something here real quick that I just want to touch on. It looks like Kyrie Irving is off the injury report for Brooklyn tonight. I don't know what that's going to mean for him, whether they're lifting his suspension early or something. Who knows? Just keep an eye on that. I don't know what's happening there. Uh, but for this next game, we have got the New Orleans Pelicans facing the Chicago Bulls. The Pelicans are two-point favorites right now with an over-under total of 234. Uh, as far as injuries go, we got Larry Nance Jr. as the game-time decision. Andre Drummond is playing tonight, and Kobe White is out. All right, starting us off with the Pelicans, I'm going to go ahead and jump to Herb Jones tonight. Chicago gives up the 5th most points, 7th most assists, 8th most threes to opposing small forwards so far this season. I'm pretty sure he's fairly cheap on DraftKings. You are looking at a $4,700 price tag. And on FanDuel, it's looking like he's $5,200. Uh, not too high for Herb Jones, averaging about 21 fantasy points a game. He's got a good matchup tonight. He can put up uh, the fantasy points when he wants to. Uh, so I do kind of like Herb Jones. Uh, I do like Zion as well. Chicago gives up the 8th most points, 6th most rebounds, 5th most assists, 8th most threes to opposing power forwards this season. He is 8,300 on DraftKings, 8,300 on Vandu as well. That is fairly cheap for Zion. He's got a 30% usage rate this season, averaging about 40 fantasy points a game. Uh, so I do really like him in this spot tonight, uh, especially for that price tag. Uh, and then I got to talk about Brandon Ingram. He's just way too cheap. 7900 on DraftKings, 7700 on FanDuel. That's way too cheap for me to avoid Brandon Ingram tonight against a Chicago defense that isn't incredible. 
So I'm also going to be looking at Brandon Ingram tonight. Uh, but that's really it for New Orleans. So let's go ahead and jump to Chicago. Uh, I like Levine. He's another guy who I think is just too cheap. 7400 on DraftKings, 7000 on FanDuel. So I'm definitely going to have Levine in some lineups tonight. He just put up his best game of the season last game with 42 fantasy points. Uh, he look, looking like he's healthy. He's playing. Uh, so should be pretty solid tonight, especially for that price tag. Uh, and then I do kind of like some cheap guys. Patrick Williams has put up 20-plus fantasy points in four out of the last five. He's looking pretty solid recently. Um, hoping that can continue with Drummond coming back. Hopefully it doesn't throw anything off. I don't know why it would, but he's 4,400 on DraftKings, 4,100 on FanDuel. Like him as a cheap option tonight. And then with no Kobe White, I'm going to be looking back at Goran Dragic again. 3,800 on DraftKings, 4,000 on FanDuel. He's just been solid since Kobe White went down with injury. He's put up 20-plus in four out of the last five as well, playing around 15, 20 minutes a game. A good cheap point guard tonight if you're looking for one. And then I also think Alex Caruso could be pretty good. He's had two of his best games of the season back-to-back. 4,600 on DraftKings, 4,700 on FanDuel. Uh, New Orleans gives up the second most assists, assists to opposing point guards. So Caruso could be decent tonight. You could also look at Ayodosunmu if you wanted to. $5,000 on DraftKings, $5,000 on FanDuel as well. Uh, sorry if I kind of rolled through that game, went fast. Wasn't too much to love, honestly. The most that I like in this game are the guys that are too cheap, like Ingram, Levine, Zion, all those guys. You could even look at Drummond as a cheap option tonight at center. 4700 on DraftKings, 4500 on FanDuel. I might have said 4700 He's 4500 on both sites. Uh, you could look to him as a cheap center if you actually needed one tonight. Uh, but that's honestly it for this game. There's not a lot that I am loving in this game. So I say we just go ahead and jump straight to the next one, which is the Phoenix Suns facing the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Suns are only one-point favorites right now with an over-under total of 222.5. As far as injuries go, we have got Chris Paul as a game-time decision. Dwayne Washington's game time decision. Cam Johnson's still out. And uh, Rudy Gobert is playing tonight. So keep an eye on that Chris Paul injury. It's a heel injury. Uh, who knows what could happen with that. He had to leave last game. Uh, never returned either. So just keep an eye on that. Because a lot changes if Chris Paul doesn't play. Like I love Devin Booker in this spot if Chris Paul ends up sitting. I mean, if Chris Paul ends up sitting, Devin Booker is going to play a lot of his minutes tonight at that point guard spot. Uh, and last year without CP3, he had a 30.9% usage rate, averaged 48 fantasy points a game without Chris Paul. So if Chris Paul sits, love Devin Booker in this spot. I mean, you can look at Booker regardless. He's 9,000 on DraftKings, 8,600 on FanDuel, averaging about 42, 43 fantasy points a game this season. So I do like Booker in this spot. And I will throw out that Minnesota is the worst three-point defense in the league. And they are also top five in pace. Uh, Phoenix is bottom five in pace. So this is going to be a massive pace-up spot for the Suns tonight. Should be a good one as well. Uh, should be fairly high scoring too. But you never know with uh, Phoenix. Sometimes they keep their games kind of low. But, uh, yeah, Devin Booker, look for him tonight. And then Macau Bridges, Minnesota gives up the third most points, 10th most rebounds, 8th most assists, first most threes to opposing small forwards. I know he's not a scorer first, but uh, he is at 6,100 
on DraftKings, 6,000 on FanDuel, averaging almost 30 fantasy points a game this season. Against that bad of a defense, I like Bridges tonight. Uh, and then Torrey Craig got the start at that power forward spot last game. Uh, he only put up around 10 fantasy points, which is pretty bad. I mean, he's mostly a defensive guy, but Minnesota gives up the second most points, second most assists, first most threes to opposing power forwards this season. I mean, he attempted four threes last game. Uh, I do like him in the spot, 4,100 on DraftKings and 4,500 on FanDuel. You can even play him a shooting guard on FanDuel. Should start again tonight, like him in this spot. And then if Chris Paul ends up sitting, I like Cameron Payne down there. Uh, just came back last game, played 28 minutes. Like campaign if uh, Chris Paul sits. I like Shamit if Chris Paul sits against a terrible Minnesota three-point defense. I like Damian Lee if Chris Paul sits. Played 26 minutes last game. I actually like Damian Lee regardless. With no Cam Johnson, he seems to run at that three spot a little more with Bridges sliding down to the power forward. So I do like Damian Lee at 3,200 on DraftKings, 4,000 on FanDuel. Cheap option you can look at tonight. Should play 20-plus minutes. And uh, I think that's it for this Phoenix side. Let's go ahead and jump to Minnesota. I'll be honest, I don't have much on the Minnesota side of things. All I've really got is Rudy Gobert. Uh, with the big pace up spot tonight, there could be more shots going up, more rebounds to pull down for Rudy Gobert. He's under 8000 on DraftKings at 7900 8100 on FanDuel. I just think his price tag's too low to avoid him right now. I know he's put up three consecutive 20, uh, around 25 fantasy point games. I mean, he hasn't been great. It looks like they're still figuring things out with how to run two bigs with Cat and Gobert. But at that price tag, I do kind of like him tonight. But I'll be honest, I'm not loving a lot on the Minnesota side of things tonight. Uh, so that might honestly be it. I mean, Anthony Edwards has been inconsistent this year. He's only at 8200 though, on DraftKings, 7400 on FanDuel. Love him at that price on FanDuel, so... Uh, that might be it. You, I mean, hope for a bounce back game for Edwards, but uh, that is honestly it for this Minnesota team. I think the only cheap guy I really like is Jordan McLaughlin. He seems like he's not bad at running this offense uh, when D'Lo can't get hot. He's 3,500 on DraftKings, 3,700 on FanDuel, averaging around 15 fantasy points a game. So if you're looking for a cheap guard, you could go with McLaughlin, but that's really it for this Phoenix-Minnesota game, so... Let's keep things moving. We only got two games left at this point. Sorry if this episode's another lengthy one, but I swear I'm moving as fast as possible. But with 13 games, you know, it's only it's only so easy. So, second to last game, we have got the Cleveland Cavaliers facing the Sacramento Kings. Cleveland Cavaliers looking like they're on a road trip right now. Just played the Clippers. Now they're headed to Sacramento. Uh, Cleveland is four and a half point favorites right now with an over-under total of 227. Uh, Sacramento's top 10 in pace. Cleveland's bottom five in pace should be a big pace up spot for Cleveland tonight. Uh, but let's go ahead and jump straight into this. Uh, I do like Darius Garland tonight for the Cavs. I mean, looking at his price on DraftKings, 6900 That's insane. He's back. He's playing his full allotment of minutes. I know he's up to 8000 on FanDuel. They're not messing around with that. They caught on that really fast. Whether he's 8,000 or 6,900 on either side, I love him on both. He's playing a Sacramento defense that gives up the 7th most points, 10th most threes to opposing point guards. He's got a 28.7% usage rate when he plays this season. 
I just think he's way too cheap, especially on DraftKings. 6900 is a heck of a steal. Dude. You have to play him on DraftKings for that price. Uh, but I will say on FanDuel, he is shooting guard eligible as well, so that's a big plus too. Love Garland in the spot tonight. I also think uh, I wanted to shout out Mitchell because he does have a good matchup. He's a little bit too expensive for my liking, though. 9300 on DraftKings, 10000 on FanDuel. That's insane. Uh, with Garland back, I mean, he's not quite the MVP level player that he was. Uh, but he, I mean, he does have a favorable matchup. Sacramento gives up the sixth most points, tenth most threes to opposing shooting guards. He's at a 28% usage rate when Garland plays this season. But like I said, he might just be a bit too expensive for my liking. If you wanted to pay up for him, especially on DraftKings, you could. Don't like him at that $10,000 price tag on FanDuel, though. And then I'm going to keep it rolling with Cleveland. I like Karis LeVert in this spot as well. He's been bad since Garland's come back. He's only got a 13.9% uh, usage rate when Garland plays this season. But Sacramento gives up the 7th most points, 3rd most rebounds to opposing small forwards. I mean, he's 6,600 down there on DraftKings and 6,000 on FanDuel. Fairly cheap. Uh, he averages around 29 fantasy points a game this season, so I do kind of like him in this spot. Uh, but I would say that Garland is my favorite Cav tonight. And then just some cheap guys I want to throw out. Kevin Love, 4900 on DraftKings, 5000 on FanDuel. I mean, just two nights ago, he put up a near triple-double with 21 points, 10 assists, 8 rebounds. I like him for this price. Uh, I mean, he can... They're able to play him even when Evan Mobley and Jared Allen are on the court. They pretty much slot him into that small forward spot at times. Uh, but he's playing around 20 minutes a game this season. So I like Kevin Love as a cheap option. If he can get to a shot, uh, he could be a good one. And then I actually have this guy listed as a cheap option. He's not one of those you know low-tier cheap guys. But Evan Mobley, 5900 on DraftKings, 6400 on FanDuel. That's really cheap for Evan Mobley. I know he hasn't been incredible this season, but he's averaging around 31 fantasy points a game. Uh, he just put up 36 last game. So for that price tag, I definitely wouldn't blame you for looking at him. Uh, but that's it for the Cleveland side. Let's jump to Sacramento. Uh, for Sacramento, my favorite play tonight is Keegan Murray. Uh, I know he's had a couple bad games recently, only averaging around 24 fantasy points a game this season, but he's playing the minutes, playing 32 minutes a game this season. Uh, Cleveland gives up the sixth most points to opposing power forwards. He's a scorer. It's what he does best. He's got an 18% usage rate when he plays this season. So at 5,700 on DraftKings, 5,700 on FanDuel, I like Keegan Murray in this spot tonight. think he could be really good. Like I said, I know he's been a little bit up and down, but I do really like him in this spot. And then Malik Monk, is uh, he's now questionable due to right groin soreness, but I think he could uh, suck it up and play. Uh, I don't know that it's going to be too bad on him, but keep an eye on that especially. 4,200 on DraftKings, uh, 4,400 on FanDuel, averaging 24 fantasy points a game. Just put up 41 last game. His minutes are slowly going up each game. He's looking good. They're keeping him out there. Uh, so I like Malik Monk if he plays tonight in this spot at that price tag. Uh, if he sits, Kevin Herter should be great once again at 5,300 on DraftKings, 5,700 on FanDuel. So just keep an eye on that questionable tag for Malik Monk tonight. But I think that's it for the Sacramento team. Uh, I will say on DraftKings, Sabonis is only 8,500. He's averaging 42 fantasy points a game. Uh, he's put up 40-plus in the last four. If you wanted to play him, uh, I wouldn't blame you. He's a good center. He's one of the best there is. 
averaging 42 fantasy points and only at 8,500 on DraftKings. You could totally look to him. He's a bit more expensive on FanDuel, 9,200. I mean, that's not too bad, especially because you can play him at power forward, but that's honestly your choice. Uh, he is pretty good, though, so you could Robert Sabonis if you wanted to. Uh, but I think that's it for the Sacramento-Cleveland game, so let's go ahead and get to the last one. Final game of the night, we have got the Battle of Los Angeles. The L.A. Lakers face the L.A. Clippers. Clippers are three-point favorites right now with an over-under total of 219.5. L.A.L. is top three in pace this season. L.A.C. is down there in the bottom ten. Should be a pace-up spot for the Clippers tonight. Lakers like to run fast, so we'll see how that plays out. I'll go ahead and get things started with the Lakers side of things. As far as injury reports go, we have got Anthony Davis probable, LeBron James probable, Lonnie Walker is questionable with an illness. We'll see how that plays out. And Pat Bev is back tonight. So I'll go ahead and get it started with uh, one of my favorites now to play, Russell Westbrook. He's up to 7300 on DraftKings and 7500 on FanDuel, but he's honestly earned that price tag. He's averaging 35 fantasy points a game this season. I mean, ever since coming off the bench, he's put up 37, 43, 42, 35, 39. He's just been really solid since uh, being demoted to the bench. I mean, it's not really a demotion. I don't want to put it that way, but <laughs> he's just been really good. Like I said, every time he's embraced this role off the bench, the fans love him. Uh, so I really like Russell Westbrook to keep up this level of production. I know his price is up a bit, but if he keeps it on this hot streak, dude, I'm paying for that every time. Um, and then, honestly, I like whoever starts at that shooting guard spot, whether that is Kendrick Nunn or Lonnie Walker. The Clippers give up the fifth most points, third most threes to opposing shooting guards. Whether that's Nunn or Walker, Walker's 5,100 on DraftKings, 5,600 on FanDuel. Nunn is 3,200 on DraftKings. And uh, 3500 on FanDuel, close to minimum price on both sites. So if none starts, uh, I like him tonight. If Lonnie Walker starts, I like him. Uh, just keep an eye on Lonnie Walker's questionable tag. I don't know what's going to happen with that illness. Uh, and then Troy Brown Jr., another guy I name every episode, former Wizards legend. No, I'm kidding. Uh, he's still too cheap in my eyes uh, for his role on this Lakers team. 4,200 on FanDuel, 4,000 on DraftKings. He's got a 16.2% usage rate when he starts the season, which is pretty high for Troy Brown Jr. Uh, he's put up 20-plus in two out of the last four. I mean, he's up and down, but he's cheap for a reason. I think you could look for him tonight, especially if Lonnie Walker uh, ends up sitting once again. But I think that's it for the Lakers side of things. I mean, if you wanted to look at LeBron, and he's a bit too expensive for my liking. 10,400 on DraftKings, 10,100 on FanDuel. He could come to play against the late, uh, Clippers tonight. Uh, they give up the most rebounds to opposing power forwards. That's something. Uh, so if you wanted to pay for him, I wouldn't blame you. He'll probably be in a couple of my lineups tonight. He put up 49 fantasy points against the Clippers last time they played uh, earlier this season. Uh, so you could look to LeBron if you want to, but... That is kind of up to you and how you want to spend your money at this point on the slate. Uh, AD has dropped to under 10,000 on DraftKings, averaging about 47 fantasy points a game. He's a little up and down. He put up 39 fantasy points against the Clippers earlier this season. He's a bit too expensive on FanDuel for me, 10,500. But on DraftKings, under 10,000, 
I wouldn't blame you for looking at him tonight. Uh, but I think that's it for the Lakers. So let's go ahead and jump to the final team of the night, the L.A. Clippers. Uh, go ahead and jump to John Wall. I know he's still off the bench. Uh, he just rested Monday, so he's had a couple days off. But the Lakers go up the fourth most points, fifth most assists, third most threes to opposing point cards. He's got a 29% usage rate when he plays this season. That is insanely high. Uh, so at $5,000 on DraftKings, $4,800 on FanDuel. You can play him with shooting guard as well. We have also got Reggie Jackson at $5,500 on DraftKings, $4,500 on FanDuel. He's dropped on FanDuel tremendously, not as much on DraftKings. Uh, I like John Wall more, honestly. He's just been more consistent, has a bit more upside, especially at that price. Uh, so I'm leaning towards John Wall, but if you wanted to go with Reggie as well, I wouldn't blame you. Uh, and then Paul George uh, has been, he's he's been a little rocky, but he seems like he could be hitting his stride a little bit. Put up 41 last game, 52 game before, 45 game before, 42 game before, 75 game before. Before that, he was on a cold streak, but uh, he's looking fairly good. He put up 38 points against, 38 fantasy points against the Lakers earlier this season. I know his price tag is up there, 10,200 on DraftKings, 9,400 on FanDuel. Love that price on FanDuel. Uh, they give up, Lakers give up the first most rebounds to opposing small forwards this season. Not that that means insanely much, but. Could mean something fantasy-wise, so I kind of like Paul George in the spot tonight, especially with that price on FanDuel. And then uh, Evika Zubac, uh, he's averaging 32 fantasy points a game this season. He's down to 7,000 on FanDuel, 6,600 on DraftKings. Love that price tag for him. I mean, a guy averaging 30-plus fantasy points under 7,000, that's that's crazy. Uh, the Lakers give up the ninth most points, first most rebounds to opposing centers. Like The Lakers are one of the worst defenses in the league right now, so I do like uh, Zubac in the spot, and I think earlier this season, yeah, he put up 46 against the Lakers earlier this season, so I do like Zubac in this spot, and as far as some cheap options go, I do like Terrence Mann, uh, he's playing 30 minutes in the last two games uh, with no Kawhi, do keep an eye out though, with Luke Kennard is back, so things could change a bit, but uh, Luke Kennard actually came back last game, played 13 minutes, Terrence Mann still played 30 minutes, so he should be getting his normal allotment of minutes. Terrence Mann is at 4,100 4, on DraftKings, 5,000 on FanDuel. Like him as a cheaper option tonight. He's put up 33 and 26 in his last two. Uh, but I honestly think that might be it. Oh, man. So thank you all for listening. Thank you for being patient. A lot of games tonight. I mean, 13 games. That's not that far off from the giant, massive 15-game slate we had the other night. So thank you all for bearing with me. I'm going to double-check that we have no uh, news on any injuries. Looks like we are good. So like I said, thank you all for bearing with me. It's a little another lengthy episode, but I swear I'm trying to move as fast as possible through these. There's only so fast you can move with 13 games, but thank you all for listening. Uh, I hope that this advice can help you pull down some money tonight. Hope we can all pull down some money, uh, pull down some tournaments. So I'm excited for tonight. Uh, please interact with us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Comment anything. Our Twitter is at 3NKeyPod. That is the number 3, 3NKeyPod. In our Twitter bio, you can find our personal accounts. You can find our website where we have articles on days that we don't do podcast episodes. Uh, so please give us a follow on Twitter. Come talk to us. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know how you're doing. If you're winning anything, if you're not, I mean, 
talk to us. We want to interact with you guys. Uh, I mean, we're, we're posting daily over there. We post injury reports. We post about guys. We like post about some uh, player props on our personal accounts, some spread bets on our personal accounts as well. That'll get retweeted through the main Twitter account. So, yeah, come over there. We've got some good stuff. Uh, and, yeah, I thank you all for listening. If you could leave a like, download, leave a rating, whatever you feel best, one star, two stars, three, four, five, whatever you think, uh, however you think we're doing, we accept criticism, compliments, all of it. Uh, So whatever you're listening to this on, if you could leave a rating, share, all that. Uh, We thank you for everything. We appreciate everything that you guys have done so far for us. And uh, we will continue to put out the, the best fantasy advice we possibly can. So thank you all for listening. Once again, you are listening to the Three in the Key podcast.